Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Stark Reality. The topic of today's episode is going to be twin flame telepathy. Now, I know a lot of twin flames out there have Googled it. What is it? Do I have it? Have I done it? What does it feel like? There's so much information out there by twins that have experienced it and people that haven't and that are kind of talking out of their ass. It's just confusing. It's Telepathy with your twin is one of those things where you have to experience it to even grasp an understanding of it. You can read up as much about it as you want, but until you feel it, you have no idea. It's kind of like an analogy. uh, Let's just pretend you don't know what fire is and someone says, you know, don't touch fire, fire's hot. And you're like, and you don't know what hot is, What's what's what does hot feel like? And so you go, uh, and then you touch the fire and you get burned. You're like, oh, oh, and that's when you have an understanding. Don't touch the fire, fire, hot, fire, burn, fire, bad. This is exactly the same thing with telepathy. You will never understand it until you have been through it. There are three different categories that I'm going to talk about within the twin flame telepathy topic. The first one is you're not always able to do it. I've heard twins say, oh, I talk to my twin all the time in telepathy. Okay, okay. Let's just break that down a little bit. When you're in union, yes, you will be able to do it all the time. You'll literally be sitting there next to them and you'll just fucking have telepathy. You'll just be able to do it because Everything is in alignment. There's no triggering. There's none of, there's no shit. Okay. You will be able to do it. But what I'm talking about is when you're in separation and they go, yeah, I can talk to my twin all the time telepathically. You will not be able to do it all the time. The reasoning is the second category. Now I know that, look, I have literally no evidence for this. This is my belief system. This this is what my guidance has told me. So this may not apply to everyone, but I kind of think it does apply to everyone. But just take it, if you don't, if it doesn't resonate, take it with a grain of salt. But my guidance was your spirit guides, your spirit team, they have complete control over the lines of telepathy, either being opened or closed. Let me say that again. Your spirit guides have control and your higher self have complete control over whether you can have telepathy or you can't. I'm going to explain why they do that. If the lines of telepathy were open from the minute you saw each other, met, whatever it is, however you came to be, or through separation, what would you be doing as the chaser? What would you be doing as the chaser? You'd be trying to talk to them all the time, telepathically. Hey, how you'd be bombarding them. And they can't get away from you because they are you and you're in their mind. They cannot get away from you. So your guides have to step in and go, you know what? No. Because you don't learn lessons. If you can talk to them all the time, whether it's talking on the phone or talking telepathically, we don't as chasers, we don't give a shit. We just want to talk to them. So they cut the lines of telepathy so you can both learn on each side. Now, there will be specific pockets in the separation journey where telepathy will be open. You'll never know when it's open, P.S. It's highly irritating. 
Um, you'll only know it's open when either your twin will try to talk to you telepathically and you'll get it, or you'll try to reach out to your twin telepath- telepathically randomly and they'll get it. And then you'll have a conversation telepathically. But you won't know when the lines are open and you won't know where they- when they're closed. You will feel when the lines are closed. I know that a few times when I have tried to communicate with my twin telepathically, you can actually feel an energy blockage, not from them, from the guides. You can feel there's a wall. You can feel that, that your guidance has blocked telepathy because they're learning a lesson. Um, talking to them would elicit a trigger that you know they're not ready for. Maybe the specific trigger is down the track. There's so many reasons. But your guides will control when it's open and when it's closed. And this is a good thing. You do not want to be bombarding your twin constantly. You don't learn that way. You don't get over codependency, attachment. You don't get over abandonment. You don't get over anything if you can constantly be in contact with them. So they control it. But like I said, you will get pockets that will open up and the lines of communication will be clear. And the reason they do that is so you can have vital information go back and forth. Because if you're not in communication and your guidance and your higher self need your twin to know something or they need you to know something, but it has to come from them in order for a lesson, for a trigger, whatever, they have to open the lines of communication, let it happen telepathically, and then it kind of, it closes again. So it will be, in my experience, this may not be everybody's experience, but in my experience, it's on and off. The third category of telepathy with your twin is twofold. It is telepathy is interesting and you have to have a lot of trust and faith in the journey, in the universe, in your guides, in your higher self, in whatever God you pray to. You have to have so much faith and so much trust because a few things could be happening that I kind of need you guys to be aware of because I know twins where they sit there and they go, oh, I talked to my twin telepathically today, blah, 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 blah. And I talked to my twin yesterday and I always talk to my twin telepathically. That's fine. I'm not saying that that's wrong. I'm not saying you're not talking to your twin. There's a few things to to consider uh, before we just go, oh, it's my twin I'm talking to. Three factors. One. It could be, well, there's four factors. One, it could be your ego you're talking to. Your ego, even though by now, hopefully you've broken it down, can actually break itself off and speak to you as if it's a totally like separate entity. It can do that. And it will do that if it feels like you need it. That's not all the time. And like I said, by the time the telepathy lines open, you will have broken down that ego. That that's the last that's the last one. That's probably not what it is, but I had to mention it anyway. Another one, it could be an attachment. Now, when you have an attachment, they can filter through your mind and talk to you. If you've gone out, if you want me to do another podcast um, on attachments, what they are, how they get attached to you, you can drop a comment below if you're listening on YouTube. If you're listening to it on Spotify or a podcast, you can email me at starkrealitypodcast at gmail.com. If you want me to elaborate more on that, I won't go into it now because it's, this is about twin flame telepathy. But if you have an attachment 
um, of an entity, they can filter through thoughts um, and basically pose as anyone they want. And they can get into your mind and go, oh, they've got a twin. Oh, they really want to talk. Okay, we'll do this. Okay, that's second from the bottom. So you've got your ego at the bottom, which is like, it's not really likely it's your ego, but it could be. Then you've got attachments uh, that will, with attachments, they will tell you things to hurt you. It will never be positive. So if you start getting communication um, from your twin, I never want to see you again. I hate you. Um, Don't talk to me. Get away from me. It's it's more than likely an attachment trying to mess with you. It's it's not going to be your twin. I don't care how toxic they are because let me tell you something. If you have a toxic narcissist twin, which a lot of people seem to have, I've I've known a lot of twins and a lot of twins partner or runner, toxic narcissist or this shit. The telepathy the telepathy lines are not going to be open if your twin is still in that state of toxicity. So you're not going to communicate with your twin like that. So if you if you start getting information like, oh, I fucking hate you, I don't want anything to do with you, it's not, it's not, I'm gonna say it, it's not gonna be your twin because the lines of telepathy are just not going to be open. They are not ready. And if they're still in that state, they will not understand what telepathy is or even how to fucking use it or what to do with it. That's not going to be them. The third one from the top, actually the first and second ones are the ones that really trip people up that a lot of people don't talk about. So when you have telepathy with your twin, when your guides open the lines of communication, it could be coming from one of two things. If you eliminate attachments and if you eliminate the ego, it's one of two, um, I don't want to say things, but I can't think of another word. It's one of two things coming through. One, you are speaking directly with your 3D twin. They are wherever they are on the other side of the world, in the other room, whatever, and you are communicating with their 3D selves or you're communicating with their high self. A lot of twins, when they have telepathy sessions with their twin, especially if it is constant, if they are in separation, this is not union, this is separation, if they are in separation, then it is likely that you are communicating with their higher self and not their 3D self. Now, does it matter? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Because you want to talk to their 3D selves. You want to talk to them. You don't really want to talk to their higher self because you know their higher self loves you. You know it's just full of love and and all this stuff and that's not that's not what's in question. What's in question is your 3D twin. You want to know what they're up to. You want to know what they've been doing. So if you're in separation, I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just saying that this is my experience. If you're in separation and you get telepathy every day from your twin, it is probably most likely going to be from their higher self. That is not a bad thing. There is a reason for that. Whatever that, I don't know what that reason is, but there's a reason why you're communicating with their higher self on a regular basis. Or it could be your ego and you're mistaking it, right? This this is what I mean. The journey is difficult because it is confusing and 
you never know who you're talking to. I mean, when the lines of telepathy opened for me and my twin, my guides have only opened it two, maybe three times, not a lot in the whole separation. When it first starts happening, it's confusing. You don't know what's going on. You know what telepathy is, but like I said about the fire analogy, you have no idea what it's like until it happens. What is telepathy like? Okay. So telepathy, it feels like you don't hear words. It's not like a schizophrenic where they go, oh, I'm hearing God and God is telling me to do things. It's not like that. You don't hear words. Um, you, because at this point, your third eye should be opened or a little bit open. You see the words in your mind and the words will filter through in a way that you are not used to. And so when it starts happening, it's confusing. You don't hear the words, you see them in your mind. It is, it's even confusing to, to say because it feels like, and it will, it's really confusing because you sit there, you go, am I thinking that? Or is that coming from an outside source? It's, and it gets, at first when you do, if, if your guides open the lines of telepathy in the beginning, it's really, it's actually really clear cut that the words are coming from another person, from another soul. It's, it's, for me, it was clear cut. I was like, oh, it's coming from my twin. It felt like words filtering through from someone else into me. It felt like what I would assume telepathy would feel like. So I was like, oh, okay. And I was pretty cemented in the fact that that's, that's what it was. As your separation kind of comes to a close and the triggers get less and less, which I talked about in a previous video, your energies will start to merge into one soul. So the telepathy will feel like it's your thoughts because it kind of is, <laughs> even though it's their thoughts, but you've merged so much as a soul, it won't feel like it's an outside source. It won't feel like words filtering in. It'll feel like it'll it'll feel like you're thinking them, but you know you're not thinking them. I know it's confusing, but that's 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 for me, that's how it feels. It's like there are words coming into my head. It feels like it's my thoughts, but I know it's not my thoughts, because how could I be thinking this? And if it was my thoughts, then why doesn't this happen every single day? day. <laughs> it's super fucking confusing. And then I sit there and I'm like, is this my twin's higher self? Or is it is it their 3D self? And you don't know because you can't ask them. And they're probably sitting there going, am I communicating with their 3D self? Or am I communicating with... It's confusing for them too because they don't talk to you either. So faith and trust is so essential because it really doesn't matter if you're talking to their higher self or their 3D self. In the beginning, it matters because you're like, no, I want to talk to their 3D self. I don't care about their higher self. But once you heal enough of your stuff, you'll realize that their higher self and them, I mean, it's not separate. It's one person. It's just their 3D self just doesn't have the full picture. It's probably better talking to their higher self because their higher self knows everything. And so you can kind of get away with asking questions that their 3D self wouldn't, wouldn't know. So for me, 
telepathy, even even now, I don't, go, I don't know who I'm talking to. I don't know until I speak to my twin and I'm like, okay, you got to tell me. Was that you? And if they say no, it's like, oh, I was talking to your high self. Okay, that's fine. Don't don't fret if it wasn't them. If it's not them, it's their higher self or it's the ego, but you've broken that down. And the reason you break that down is because you don't want the ego to interfere with anything. You want to control the ego. And by now in your journey, once you've gone along a little bit, you should be able to control your ego. And if it's an attachment, it's going to tell you negative shit. So if you can exclude the ego and the attachment, it's either their higher self or their 3D self. To me, there's no real way to, I don't know. Look, in my experience, there's no real way to tell who you're talking to, but just know if you've eliminated the ego and an attachment, it's either your, it is your twin. It's either your higher self or it is the 3D aspect um, that is currently inhabiting your twin, which is basically your soul. But like I said, once you merge, it's just going to feel like you thinking the thoughts. It's not going to feel like it's from an outside source. It is confusing, but what isn't confusing about this journey? Everything about this journey is just one mind fuck after the other. I mean, it, it is. It, it fuck, all, all the Chaser twins listen to this are going, uh-huh, mm-hmm. One mind, mind fuck after the other. And then you throw telepathy into it. Telepathy is something that you only see in movies. It's not real. How can you how can you talk to someone without talking? Like how can you thought to thought? Like that's like sci-fi stuff. This what this twin journey does, which is the thing that I love about it, is it it opens your mind to things that you thought were impossible, to things that you thought but that's a movie thing that's not real. There are so many things that are real that you think aren't. And it comes through in the twin journey. Like telepathy would be the top, but there's so many other things on the twin journey where you just go, oh my God, that's real? That can happen? It's a trip. It's a trip. Um, but anyway, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up on telepathy. If you want to know anything else about telepathy and you're on YouTube, drop me a comment. If you're on podcast, Spotify, iTunes, whatever you listen to it on, you can email me starkrealitypodcast at gmail.com. And I hope that this has helped or at least put you in a less less confused mood and uh, see you guys next time. Stark Reality is a Balloonhead Productions presentation.